Hello, this is the Faith in Kids podcast. We hope this is families who are listening. This is who we're for. My name is Ed. I'm the director of Faith in Kids. I'm joined by Zoom, socially distanced. Yes, indeed, by Jam. And uh, yeah, it's exciting to be back. And I hope everyone had a really good Easter. We're in episode five. Today's prop, because you're in your homes, you're locked down, you can go and run. I would like you to run and find your own body. Go! Off you go, running around the house. Where did I leave it? If only I knew. Where's my body? Mum, where did I last see my body? Mum always finds everything. Yeah, so that's a very quick, quick one to grab, isn't it? I hope so. Uh, And that is because today we are looking at the body, but not in the way you might have thought. Now, I would like to ask a whip around question. The whip around question is, which is your favourite part of your body? Jam, do you have a favourite part? Well, I don't know if you know what I'm going to say, but it's an unusual thing to have a favourite part of your body. Yes, I think I like my kidneys the best. Okay. Uh, But no, actually, I'm just going to say, because of the effect it will have, I love the elbow, because you can't lick it. (laughs) And now... Just by saying that, a whole load of people are going to start to try and lick their own elbow. And it, it can't be done. And is, is that true? It can't be done. There is no I don't one... know whether it's scientifically true. Okay. I wonder with smaller children whether their elbow is nearer or further. I was talking about this to my, to my kids and just saying, could it be that there's one day of the year when you're four and a half exactly or something where you are yeah. statistically likely to be able to do it? And it's like almost like a special magical occasion where this is the day you yes. get to lick your own elbow. And it'll never be repeated because you'll just grow. Because I do feel, now I'm trying, that I yes, can. it's closer than I thought. It's not yeah. that far off. Yeah. Okay. There's also some other thing about how your your foot is the same size as the distance between your uh, your wrist and your elbow or something like that. And I don't know. And again, everyone's just going to start doing it. And now I'm doing it as well. <laughs> I, just tell me, so Jam, I really want to know now. How yeah. how does your foot compare to it's your... It's pretty, but about the same, actually. Is it? I'm just doing it now. So I'm and... on a... I'm on a creaky chair. Okay, so I'm gonna yeah. do it. I'm gonna do it too very quickly. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Come on, let's see it. Wave it up in the air. Let's okay. see it. Hang on. <laughs> Jam. It's very. Di- My camera is very high. Here we go. Okay. 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 Ah. Well, there we go. Yeah. That's. <laughs> okay. It's all these amazing things that God has baked into creation as well. In the same way that the the fact that the moon covers the sun almost exactly in an eclipse, and there is no scientific inevitability about that no that it just it just happens to be about exactly the same size so we got rather distracted there sorry about that talking about whether you can lick your elbow maybe you could try that but you could also talk about in the whip around question what is your favorite part of the body and go enjoy it make sure everyone has an answer i think it's which one's the most fun that's how i think of it what 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 can you do fun stuff with like mouth hand Eyelashes, eyebrows. Okay, if you're still talking, press pause.
Jam, I'm excited about the fun facts fight off frolic. You are right to be excited and call it a frolic. We are going to frolic through a festoon of fun facts. Go. Can we do quick fire? Quick fire, here we go. The skull in your head is made up of 29 different bones. Your hair on top of your head grows at about six inches a year. Wow. And your tongue is made up of eight interwoven muscles similar in structure to an elephant's trunk or an octopus's tentacle. Oh, that's such a happy thought that my tongue is like an elephant's trunk. There we go. Scientists estimate that the nose can recognise a trillion different smells. A trillion? A trillion. Now, I did, quickly, I met a scientist who said there is no machine in the world which comes close to the sensitivity of your nose. Amazing. Favourite smell? Oh, oh, fresh bread. I love bread jam. I like the smell of cut grass because that implies that there might soon be cricket. (laughs) Your mouth produces a litre of saliva a day. That's horrible. Yeah. A person uses 17 muscles when they smile and 43 muscles when they frown. So you just smiled at me there, Ed. And and I hope that felt relaxing. It's interesting, isn't it, that our natural, more relaxed state is to smile. Your muscles, which help your eyes to focus complete around 100,000 movements a day. In order to make your leg muscles do the same amount of movements, you would need to walk 80 kilometres. Our eyes do 80 kilometres of work each day. That's a very good way of putting it, in a way that's almost entirely meaningless, but brilliant. My eyes are exhausted. Yes, and also the word muscle comes from the Latin term meaning little mouse, which is what the ancient Romans thought a flexed bicep Look, look like it's like a little mouse underneath oh, the. Oh, bless them! That's so that nice? sweet. Yeah, that's, that's like a the, toddler. Yeah, fingernails grow four times faster than your toenails. Uh, the human heart is equal to the size of that person's fist. So make a fist, Ooh. and that is the size of your heart. That is so small. Yeah, and yeah, it's so strong that it can pump at such pressure that it would be able to raise blood up to a fourth floor building, fourth floor of a building. That is a brilliant fact, Jam. I'm nearly done. Your left lung is about 10% smaller than your right one. But if you opened them all out into a surface area of the human lung with all of the little crinkles rolled out, your lungs would be the size of an area of a tennis court. Not a football pitch. Wait, I'm sorry to say. Or, wa- or, or Wales. Wales. Yes, you have an. I wish that. I wish you'd said the that. Area the your size lungs of Wales. could be. The area the yes. size of the door of the Boeing building. Yes. yes. Yeah, no, it's not that. Teeth are the only part of the human body which cannot heal themselves. Human teeth are as strong as shark's teeth and bones are five times stronger than steel. Finally, human skin is replaced about a thousand times during a person's lifetime. And while I'm reading this little sentence, 50,000 cells in your body died and were replaced by new ones. That is a miracle. Say that last one once more. While I am reading this sentence, 50,000 cells in your body died and were replaced by new ones. Praise the Lord. The body is amazing. Absolutely. Thank you, Jam. Those are fun facts. I'm loving that my heart could pump to the roof of my house. I love that my tongue is an elephant's trunk. I love that my eyes walk 80,000 kilometres, 80 (laughs) kilometres a day. And I love that my lungs would cover whales or something like it. 
Our body is amazing. And the passage today says that the church is like your body. So Paul chooses what is amazing and beautiful and precious and awe-inspiring and says that is what the church is like. We're going to see that now. Yeah, so Anna Nicholson's going to read for us from the ICB version, Ephesians 4, 1 to 6 and verses 15 and 16. Have a listen. I am in prison because I belong to the Lord. God chose you to be his people. I tell you now to live the way God's people should live. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient and accept each other with love. You are joined together with peace through the Spirit. Do all you can to continue together in this way. Let peace hold you together. There is one body and one Spirit, and God called you to have one hope. There is one Lord, one faith and one baptism. There is one God and Father of everything. He rules everything. He is everywhere and in everything. We will speak the truth with love. We will grow up in every way to be like Christ, who is the head. The whole body depends on Christ and all the parts of the body are joined and held together. Each part of the body does its own work and this makes the whole body grow and be strong with love. Please get out your hand. I told you earlier to go and get your bodies. Just get out your hand, look at your hand and just move one finger at a time and look at it. Work out how many different ways you can move one of your fingers. Then with your thumb, touch the end of every one of your fingers. Then with your thumb, touch different parts of your fingers. This is the best Joe Wicks routine ever. It is. This is hand exercise, PE for your hand. Now, I used to be an engineer, so I used to work with machines. I, I can tell you that no one has ever created a machine or a robot that is anywhere close to being as good as your hand. Your hand is a miracle. The body is a miracle. Paul says there are three ways that the church is like your body. The first one is that the church is like a body. Verse 4 says, You are joined together with peace through the Spirit. There is one body and one Spirit. And God called you to have one hope. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. The church is like your body. It's one. It's all connected. No part of you can survive on its own. We grow together Because all those who are trusting Jesus are joined together by the Spirit. Because of Jesus, we are one. Just get your your body out. Bend your elbow. Hold your arms above your head. Can you bend over? Jam's doing it, living the dream. Can Can you stand on one leg? Can you do that? You see, do you see how every part of your body can move? The body is, look at Jam, still on one leg. Absolutely, here I am, on one leg. It is a terrifying thought, Jam, that if your hand wasn't connected to your arm anymore, or if the foot in the air at the moment fell off, 
That's the stuff of nightmares. The church is not like a Lego man where you can pull off an arm or change a head or swap over the legs. We are one. You and I are part of the same body. I can't swap you out. I can't lose you. I don't want you to get chopped off. And we don't have to try to do that. I don't have to try each day to do something to keep you connected to me. Jesus has made us one body. Secondly, Paul says, each part of the body matters. Each part is precious. There is no part you can do without. Do you know which parts of the body you think get injured the most? Which parts get most easily damaged? I've looked at the surveys and it is fingers ankles and knees. It's all the wobbly bits. It's all the bits that bend and move. And you know the parts of your body that are most sensitive to a bash? Your fingertips and your shins. Your shins aren't covered with much muscle or fat. Can you feel, So you can actually feel your shin bone if you give your, your shin a wobble. So your fingers and your shins, your elbows and your knees, you look after them. When you fall over, you hold your head to protect it. In just the same way, each person in the church is precious, needed and loved. You know that person in church who always sits in the back row on their own and you've never spoken to them? Well, they're the ankle. They are easily hurt. They are absolutely needed. And without them, your church wouldn't work. Jesus died for that person. They were chosen before the world was made to be part of the body. So that's why Paul says in verse 2 and 3, I tell you to live the way God's people should live. Always be humble and gentle and be patient and accept each other with love. We need to be very gentle with each other. We need to be careful not to hurt each other with discouraging words. When you're in Sunday school, when you're in youth group, Look pleased to see each other. Say, it's great you're here. Use encouraging words. Search for ways to show you're precious. Write letters, send cards, phone people, make them food. Most of those things you could do even though you're locked up. Thirdly and finally, Jesus Christ is the head. You really need your head. You might have seen people who are missing a toe. Perhaps without a leg. Maybe without an arm. You never see anyone who is missing their head, ever. It's not possible. Life won't work without a head. So point to the part of the body that allows you to see. Where does the food go in that allows you to have energy? Where is your brain that is in charge of your body? Where does the air go in that keeps you alive? It is all in your head. Verse 15 says, we will speak the truth with love. We will grow up in every way to be like Christ, who is the head. The whole body depends on Christ. We would not be a body without Jesus Christ. He is the head because we wouldn't be a body without him. Without him, we'd just be people. We are alive because of him. Without him, we wouldn't have new life. And he's the boss. He makes the decisions. He is in charge of every part. We are like the body. Every part matters and Jesus Christ is the head. So he is the boss and he makes us one body. I'm going to pray.
Father, we thank you that we are not just a group of people. We are not a club or a team or a gathering. We are the body. Thank you, Father, that every one of us matters. We need each one of us, no matter what our age or what we can do. Thank you, most of all, that Jesus Christ makes us a body and he is in charge. We're so pleased he's in charge and it's not us making the decisions. Amen. Amen. Let's have a think about those things now. And Ed's got some questions for us in a section that we call Ed's Got Questions. Are you under five? Listen, the church is like your body. It's all connected. Can you move every part of your body to show it's all connected like the church? Can you have a wobble now, a wiggle and a wobble? Fives to sevens. If the church is like a body, who gets to be the head? Who is in charge? Eights to elevens. If the church is like a body, how does that change how we think about the annoying, the strange or the different people in our church? And elevens to fourteens. Who are the weak, the vulnerable and the fragile in your church? How could you care for them in one way? Quickly run through them. Under fives, can you move every part of your body to show you're connected like the church? Fives to sevens, if the church is a body, who gets to be the head? Eights to elevens, how are you going to think about the annoying, the strange or the different person in your church? And over elevens, how could you care in one way for the weak, the vulnerable or the fragile in your church? Time to have a chat about that. Time to have a chat about that. Time to have a chat about that. It's time to go to Amy now, who's going to use this passage to help us fight the virus. Hi, it's Amy and Isla here. Welcome to Fight the Virus. This week, we are thinking about bodies. God has given you a wonderful body. It's his good gift to you. And you can use it to jump, to run, to draw, to think. What can you use your body for, Isla? Handstands. Handstands in the garden. Yes, you're very good at that. God has given you a great body, so you need to look after it. The virus can make your body sick and a great way to look after it right now is by washing your hands and staying at home away from other people to stop you from catching it and passing it on. But did you know that you are part of another body too? Just like your hand is connected, tickly hand, to your arm and the rest of your body and what's in charge of your body? My brain your brain in your head is telling your body what to do you are part of another body what do you think that might be the church the church and who's in charge the jesus jesus is in charge and all the people in your church family are like one big body connected together and needing each other we can fight the virus by staying at home we can fight the virus by praying for people in our church Perhaps you could make a prayer pot. You could write the names of people in your church 
or missionary partners on a lolly stick and put them in a pot and take it in turns to pick out a different one every mealtime and pray for them. Have we done that? Yeah. It's been good, hasn't it? Yeah. And we can fight the virus by sending messages to people in our church to encourage them, to let them know that we miss them, that we think about them and that we pray for them, especially those on their own, especially those who are older and those who might be sick or sad or lonely. Can you think of somebody in our church that would be really good to pray for, Isla? Steve Black. Oh, yes, Steve. That would be a great person to pray for. We miss him, don't we? So Steve would give us sweets on Sundays, wouldn't he? Yes. And he's in a wheelchair, so he must find it hard because he can't get out like he used to. So we'll give him a ring later and we'll pray for him now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our church family. We thank you for the people that you have connected us with. Thank you for them. Lord, we pray for Steve. We thank you for him. Pray that you'll help him. Help him right now when he's struggling and on his own. Help him to remember how much you love him and how much we love him too. Keep him safe, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. See you next time. Bye. Thanks, Amy. And now we're going to go to Bob Hartman, who has written this to remind us that we are all one in Christ. One is the number, the loneliest number? No, one is the number, the onlyest number, the onlyest number you need to know. There's only one body, can you count to one? Knuckles and elbows, kneecaps and thumbs. We are the parts, did someone say bums, but put us together, we add up to one, because one is the number. The loneliest number? No, one is the number, the onlyest number, the onlyest number you need to know. It's only one spirit who brings us together, the same breath in everyone's lungs. There's only one hope that holds us and holds us forward through what God has done. Because one is the number, the loneliest number. No, one is the number, the onlyest number, the onlyest number you need to know. There's only one Lord who died and was raised. Through one faith we find life anew. There's only one baptism washed in the water, one God and one Father too. Because one is the number, the loneliest number. No, one is the number, the onlyest number, the onlyest number you need to know. Because one is the number, the loneliest number. No, one is the number, the onlyest number, the onlyest number you need to know. One is the number, the loneliest number. No, one is the number, the onlyest number, the onlyest number you need to know. One is the number, the loneliest number. No, one is the number, the onlyest number, the onlyest number you need to know. One is the number, the loneliest number. No, one is the number, the only... Thanks, Bob. And if you want to know more about Bob Hartman, look in the show notes and there'll be some links to his stuff. And he's also been putting some stuff up on YouTube as well. So have a look on the show notes and there'll be a link to that. So we're about to wrap up, but we've got a song first from our good friends at Awesome Cutlery. And actually their whole album is called All Together Now and is really about the church. We've already had my favourite song, We Are The Church. But here's another song which reminds us that we are in Christ. And the chorus goes, we're in Christ who is life, united to the Son. We're in Christ who is life. We all share that he's one. So he is our head. And I hope you enjoy listening to this together. Father put us in his Son. He joined us through and through Every place that Jesus goes Is where you'll find us too Through heaven's special offer Of Jesus Christ the King We get grace, love, joy and hope Choose him
That song is In Christ by Awesome Cutlery on their album All Together Now. Isn't it great to sing songs to help us understand more of who Christ is and who we are? Go to the show notes to find out more about where you can find it. I think we're done. I think we are. Jan, why don't you pray? Okay. Father God, we thank you so much that we are one in Christ, that we are held together, we belong together, we need each other, we can't live without each other as a church. We thank you that Christ is our head and that we are under him. We thank you that most of all that Jesus loves us so much and we pray that you would help us this week and in the following weeks to work out how we can be together even though many of us are apart. And we pray these things for his glory's sake. Amen. Amen. Go away now and find one way to care for someone in your church who is in lockdown like you. And I love the way you just said, go away now. Sorry. Go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. Jam, go away. Bye-bye. Oh, that's a great ending. That's great. We're leaving that in. <laughs>